What's up, everybody? Welcome to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast, your number one source for girl group information. We are the number one fanboys in the world. I am your host, Justin Turneau, with my co-host, Brian Limper. It's episode 30. We got a special one coming at you because we got some origin stories on the way. Yeah, so we got... We're going to give a brief history of our origin story because I know we've got a bunch of listeners... Since the last time we did it. Yes. In episode one, which yes. was 30 episodes ago. 30 episodes ago. Not really sure why we picked 30, but we just did because, because why Because we make not? the rules. We make the rules here. No one tells us what to do. But yeah, we just figured since it's been a little while, let's take it back to the start. Share our origin stories. And we asked all of you guys, the fans, to enter your submissions so we can see how everyone fell into this awesome uh, hole of K-pop. And... We had quite a few. I'd say we had a pretty solid amount yeah, of submissions. Yeah, we, we put out like a message on Instagram, our group chat, and on Twitter, and we got a good amount of responses. I think we got like, what, like 15 or 16? Probably like 15 or 16 total, which is pretty good. I was hoping to get like one. <laughs> like I was yeah. like, I hope somebody replies. So And we only did it for like a week, so I mean. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't uh, really prepare super, super, super long as far as like the submission, asking for submissions, but yeah, we did pretty well for a week. We got some... Ones from people we know and people we don't know as well. So I'm excited. I actually don't even know these people's stories, so I'm excited to hear about them. And I know like whenever, well, obviously from us running our Discord, which you should join if you haven't joined it yet. Discord. That one of the first things people always ask is, well, how'd you get into K-pop? Or like, how did you like discover K-pop? Mm-hmm. So you have to keep telling the same story over and over and over again. But now we're going to fix that problem because we're going to give everybody stories in this one episode. So spoiler alert, it might be a little long, but that's okay. Yeah, and uh, we're t- the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast as a team here is undergoing one of our toughest challenges we've ever had to face. Almost as tough as the 90s basketball defense in the NBA. Is oh, we are going to have to read out loud these submissions. So I just want to say I'm sorry in advance for all the words I'm going to mess up. But we are going to try our absolute best. So Honestly, at this point, I'm like looking at the emails and it might as well just be like, Hangul, because it's like, oh, I just man. don't understand We were it. talking and I was like, I don't know the last time I actually like read out loud more than you know a sentence or two so i mean honestly i play like like, i've said before i play a lot of magic and i'm like reading cards to people and it's like a sentence and i mess it up all the time so that's a great sign i don't know how well this is gonna go this is like k-pop kimchi podcast fighting for reading today so sorry stay in school uh, kids (laughs) sorry if this gets a little crazy it's been a while since i've been in school but before we jump to those do we have any fun news to share with anyone i mean it sucks, but we start every podcast out with being on lockdown, but things really haven't changed since. Yeah, not really. I mean, the weather's nice. So the weather cool. is getting a little better, so that is pretty chill. I'm not going to lie. I got some more shirts ordered, some merch ordered, so I can ship some more stuff out to people. Yes, get so the that's, merch. That's nice. Um, I ordered a lot more Magic cards, because I have a serious problem, and I should probably get it. That's okay. Out. I've ordered too much stuff, too. It's uh, awful. eBay is like my favorite... It's just the life and death of me, man. I love it. It's just like so convenient. It's just right there. And I swear, every time you search anything on eBay, like, oh, I'm looking at this card or shoes or something, it brings up like the exact perfect one as the first one. And you're like, yep, that's it. Gotta like, gotta get it. And a lot of times you can get stuff under retail price. So it's just like, that's a deal. Exactly. You're like, why would I not do this? I'd be dumb to not get it. And it's free shipping, like sold. Yeah, it gets me every time. Although now that they charge tax on everything, really a you're bummer. Pretty much just like paying for shipping. Really tax. a bummer. It's always but, it's always dumb because I still forget about that they charge tax, and I get into like the final cart or whatever, 
and it's on there, and I just get I die a little bit inside. I'm like, yeah, this is a great deal. Then I look at it, I'm like, why is it so expensive? I'm like, oh yeah, because taxes. There's tax. Come on, eBay. I give you so much business, and you give me taxes, man. Oh, dude, I'm probably, that's just life. I'm I guess. like probably we're like probably single handedly keeping eBay running right now. Oh man, I bought so much. What well, I bought shoes today, and I bought the DIA album, the Neutral album. So that'll be exciting. In the last, what is today? Today is Wednesday. Tuesday. Well, it's Wednesday morning, early Wednesday morning. So in the last three days, I bought a K-pop album, and I'm expecting 21 different Magic cards in the mail. So, <sighs> what album did you get? I got. Remember, told you I got the Hyunjin. Oh, that's sick! Ooh, I'm really excited to see what those photo cards look like because I have not seen them. Yeah, I haven't either. That's but, awesome. Get those yeah, Luna so biases ex- in there. I'm expecting that and 21 Magic cards I've ordered over the last two days. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. <laughs> that's legit. My mom told me, she's like, oh, my my roommate. My roommate told me the other day. She's like, I've never seen... She was like talking to my grandma, I guess. And she's like, I've never seen somebody get so much mail in my entire life. I'm like, I told you that. I have a system with my sisters who are home from school now that I'll be like, I'll let them know if I see it coming on eBay. You know, it's like, oh, it's going to be delivered today. I'd be like, hey, guys, like, let's keep the lookout for the mailman because I don't want too much being seen by the fam because they're just going to get mad at me and be like, what are you buying? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, you're telling me I didn't need this other pair of Jordans? Like, come on, I needed this. So well, oh, I mean, usually they, like, intercept and put it in my room or something. And I'll literally be here. My mom's like, oh, the mail's here. And she'll come in and be like, oh, hey, here's your mail. And there's, like, seven envelopes. <laughs> like, oh, thanks. This is just the price you pay, man. It's I was just, like, well, I guess this isn't even the ones I was expecting, but I guess I'll take them. Well, and so. it sucks now. Well, it doesn't suck. But now, since we're just like cooped up inside and it's, you know, everyone's on their phones so much more than normal because we're not really doing a ton. I'm just on eBay so much more, too. I'm just oh, like that's what I do probably searching just random stuff. Just, oh, let's just randomly look up this, you know, clothing brand or this shoes or this photo card. And I'm like, it's like, oh, I just spent like, you know, whatever. It just hits like a brick. It just comes quickly. And especially with like the cards I get, you can some of them I get are like you know like a dollar, dollar fifty, even less than that. So you just order a bunch of them at one time, and they're just like super cheap. Oh yeah, I'll just order them the best offer. You just throw out random best offers and see what happens. And dude, best offers make me so mad. <laughs> I just like I just like offer random stuff, and I get it. I'm like, oh well, paying for that now. Like I didn't even think I would get it, but do you remember times where you like put a max bid on something and you're really close to winning, and you're like. Man, I really hope somebody outbids me because I don't want to pay the money for that. Yeah, it was funny because I was literally just doing that today with some shoes and then someone outbid me and then I went and bought the same shoes somewhere else for a little bit more. So Oh, I do that all the time. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I really hope someone outbids me. I'll just get this other one, but I can't get it because if I win the other bid, I'm out twice as much money. So. Exactly, yeah. Like, that oh, that, that happened to me today and then I just me. went I went ahead and just bought the shoes from someone else anyway for... Maybe a little bit more, so, I mean, joke's on me, but that's... But I mean, it's, like, guaranteed, though. You don't, like, bid on it. I don't even know last time I won anything on eBay by a bid. I don't even know. Oh, I do all the time. Oh, uh, I usually just... I don't even mess around with that. I just do. I just... Yeah. I've been outbid at the last second a bunch. I am a pro at that. <laughs> so. I always put my max... Like, I'll put up... Because only outbids whatever the highest bid is, right? Right. So, if you hit the highest bid before the end of it, you'll win. So, I'll literally go, like, 5 or $10 over what's already there. Yeah. Because in like the last like literally like two seconds, and I'll always get notifications like this bid's in and you lost. But then I'll get an email that says you won the bid. Yeah, because you put the high bid. Because in. I put the high bid, and whoever had it before me didn't have a bid enough higher than that. So I'm like, if this is my max and I'm putting it here, and they outbid me, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm gonna go like ten dollars over. So that way, if they put like you know fifty cents over what I put, I'm just gonna be like, okay, well now I won. So. And sometimes 
Alright, we promise we'll stop talking about eBay in a second, but last this thing... This is pro for, tips right This now. is pro tips, yeah. <laughs> for sometimes, like literally, there was this thing I was bidding on. It was literally like $5 total. And I was like, oh, I got this. And then I got, I was dumb. I didn't put the top bid and I got outbid five twenty five. Oh, that happens all the 25 time. 25 cents. And I was like, I literally could have made it like seven bucks and, and I would have got it for like five fifty or something. I uh, That's happened to me a bunch too where I forget to put the max bid on something so cheap that I just get screwed in the end. I lose by 25 cents. There's always times I just forget about it because I'm like doing something. I'm like, oh, I need to watch this. I need to watch this. And the next thing I look at, I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. I wonder if it was. Like, you got outbid by 25 cents. I'm like, son of a bitch. If you add, yeah, I'll, I've gotten outbid by that small amount dozens of times. If you add it up, it's just like a few bucks total outbid because it's always just a few quarter, like a quarter. Oh, I guarantee if you add up. Just a quarter. <laughs> all the times I've been outbid, it probably is in over like, since I've had my eBay account since 2016. Yeah. Well, actually, I've had it since 2007, but I've only been using it since 2016 to order cards. Right. That I've probably got outbid by a total of maybe... Four dollars. Yeah, I know. It's and I always feel so dumb because usually my stuff, the stuff I do that for, is like super cheap. I'm like, ah, no one's gonna want this. And then last second, they just come in and get something for like three dollars, five dollars. Or it's like it's usually some, like photo cards. Or it's like something like that. And like, oh, there'll be more. And then you just like don't ever see any more. Nope. And you're like, shit. Or it's like a million times more expensive. And you're like, wow, I'm a big doofus. Yeah. It's like, and it's like in America, so it's like, ooh, I can get this right away, miss out on it. It's like, oh, the cheapest one you can get is from Australia, and it's... With like $45 shipping $45 shipping handling, and it's scratched. And I'm like, gosh dang it, this is the worst. I wish you had more exciting stuff to talk about, but I mean, yeah, that's literally uh, all you have this to do. Is, I mean, this is literally what I do during quarantine, is I like, I go, yeah, I do what work I can at my church, since it's my only job right now, and... Go on eBay and That's maybe go on a run because it's finally nice outside. So Yeah, I go outside. I go to like the little workout room at uh, our unofficial sponsor. Rolling Machinery. Um, yeah, at least you can do that. That's nice. Man, it's better than nothing. So I've been doing a lot more cardio lately, but yeah, that's whatever. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, our Discord too. We always shout out to our Discord. Yeah, shout out to all best. the fam in the Discord. Uh, join us. This is your first episode if you've been listening for a long time. We love you guys. But yeah, join our Discord um, I don't know. I mean, you can follow it on Instagram. There's a link, and then I tweet it out too. So just follow us in there. We get a couple new followers every, you know. We've had so a often. few. We haven't had a few. Yeah, we didn't have one. At, or th- only a couple this week. I think we had a couple this week. Sometimes it's just like random. You never know. Yeah. People hop in, but it's always awesome. It's always super fun. We have our late night viewing sessions. Yeah, we of- got in this thing. We found out how to like stream things on Watch Together or just in the actual. And we just all watch videos yeah, together. Yeah, Discord itself. So we've been watching Produce 101 together. So like five or six of us all watch Produce 101 over like voice chat. So Yeah, it's fun. perfect. You're all watching it together, literally. Um, and that's we, really fun. It's like perfect. Too. It works out great. And then on Watch Together, we'll like drop in random videos of whatever anybody wants. Boy groups, girl groups, rap, not country, hip-hop, yeah, anything country. really. We listen to Panini a lot. Uh you drop it into the little video thing and you hit shuffle and you just listen and Ooh, talk about whatever. It's always comes a mystery off. what you're gonna get next. It's super fun. But yeah, you can play any video you want anytime. And we just watch them and we do that for hours and it's super fun. Yeah, I mean I found out through that pretty much that ATs is pretty sweet. I like those guys. It's true, man. And that NCT's got a lot of really good songs. <sighs> man, a lot of a lot of members, a lot of good songs. So. so it's always fun to learn about new stuff. It is, it is. But join our Discord, hit us up on social media. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty much all we got as far as our exciting lives right now, but on to our episode, on to our K-pop origin stories. It's important. I mean, obviously an origin story is like the way you found it. So, I mean, we wouldn't we we wouldn't be where we are without finding K-pop for the first time. I think 
the most interesting part point part about the origin stories is that pretty much everybody it feels like finds K-pop the same way, but it's not as much how you found it, but like the videos and the songs that got you to like it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it's usually like, oh, I heard this. So look something up and YouTube gave me these recommendations or my yeah. friend told me to listen to this. Yep. But the groups that people get into with them is what's different compared to like, you know, yeah. other things that you could be into. And like, oh, how'd you get into this? And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Like, no, most of it's generally the same. Um, so we'll start out by giving you our origin story because it's kind of the same, similar. And because of that, since we're talking about origin stories and we have a bunch of them to go through, the Awesome ambient sounds that we're going to be listening to today is all of Dream Concert 2015 <laughs> in the background. So enjoy that. Um, Which we've talked about this before, but Dream Concert 2015 on Netflix. We literally have a whole episode about it if you go back on our um, podcastography. I don't even know what that would be. But we have a whole episode on it. But this was a huge thing on Netflix, a whole concert that we watched that really put the nail in the coffin of like, okay... I really, we really need to pay attention to this and like everything about it. Yeah, because, okay, so we'll get into it. We'll start our own separate, like, ways we got in here. But the main, like, point that got us super into K-pop was Dream Concert 2015. Dream Concert 2015. So, do you want to go first or me to go first? I'm just going to do, like, a short summary. You go, like, you go first. You go first. So, I used to date somebody who was super into K-pop. <laughs> but, yeah, so, <laughs> she kind of got me started on it because she listened to, like, you know, EXO, Big Bang. That's why I found out who Big Bang was. Um, some BTS, like stuff like that. So, but it's kind of one of those things. Like, I oh wasn't into the music at the time, so I was just like listening to it, like, oh, this sounds cool, you know. But I didn't get into it. Right. But then later on, I was dating somebody else, and they were like super <laughs> into K-pop. So, the boo birds are out tonight. It sounds <laughs> like sorry. I folks. honestly didn't mean to boo that first one. Second person, <laughs> I boo you. But uh, they oh, really man. got me into it, and they and that's when they showed me the song. View by Shiny, mm. and that's when I super got into because I remember hearing it. I'm like, this is like, this is like awesome. Like, this is like one of the coolest things I've ever heard. I've talked about it in a lot of episodes, but it's like just one of those things that like you know changed me on the inside. Um, and then because of that, I looked up like stuff. Obviously, I got like a well, not even a Spotify. It was a Pandora, and I put it <laughs> throwback. I <laughs> know, right? For all you kids, you don't know what Pandora is. <laughs> it's kind of like Spotify, but not Downloaded as good. Downloaded these LimeWire songs. <laughs> so I got on that. And I put it in, so it came up like a mix, you know, based off that. And that's where I first heard um, two songs. Puss by Jimin, which is the only song on my top, like, listen to songs of 2016 on Spotify. You know, because that's the only K-pop song I apparently listened right, to a bunch. Right, right, And then, um, Hate by 4 Minute. Mm. And then once I heard Hate by 4 Minute, I was like, this is really cool. And that's like the first time I, like, typed something into YouTube and from hate is when I found crazy by four minutes. Mm. And that's when my entire K-pop life took off because I found Dream Concert 2015 when I was like like uh, looking on Netflix one day. Right. Um, and I was like, oh, what's the lineup for this? You know, maybe I'll watch it. And I saw Shiny was on there and I saw Crazy by Four Minute was on there. Mm. And I really wanted to see Shiny play View because I'd never seen a video of like, you know, them playing it or hearing it. So I'm like, I really want to hear this. Right. And that's why I actually watched Dream Concert 2015 and that's how pretty much... You know, I discovered the other groups that I'm really into, like Red Velvet, Oh My Girl. Shout out CLC for being there. CLC, <laughs> Nine Muses, who else was there? Lovelies, BTS EXID. Was there. Oh My Girl was there. Um, the XO lineup was is there. legendary. It's a yeah. legendary lineup. But anyways, that's a short kind of summary. It went basically, someone showed me Shiny. I discovered 4 Minute through there. And because of 4 Minute, I discovered Crazy. 
And Crazy's like my number one song that like got me into like K-pop. That right. and View by Shiny. Right. So what about you? Well, mine was... Mine, I mean, part of it was we really did it together. I mean, not exactly, but our I feel like our roads kind of met up at a similar point. You know what I mean? Where we pretty much watching this. So... I was visiting you a few years ago. I mean, I don't even know how... It's probably about three years ago now in Chicago. And we went to H-Mart, which we've talked about before. It's a giant Korean grocery store near Chicago. It's awesome. They have a food court. It's the best. Shout out to Fancy Pencil. And we went there and just walked around like we do. And when we were leaving, there was a guy. Literally an old man. He was an old man. I can still see him to this day. He yeah, had, just a random dude sitting there. He <laughs> had he had this shirt on with this logo. I had no idea what it does, what it was. But like that, and we were leaving in the parking lot. There was this old man. You saw the shirt, and you told the person who shall not be named. You're like, hey, that's a G-Dragon shirt. Like, that is a G-Dragon shirt. And, you know, I had no idea what that was, who that was. So I asked you, I was like, what? What's the G? I said, what's a G-Dragon? Which was obviously wrong. But I was like, what's a G-Dragon? And you're like, oh, he's one of the most famous artists in Korea, in K-pop. Uh, he's a he's a rapper, you know, style. You knew about G Dragon, you, and I was like, oh, that's like really cool. And it was weird because I kid you not, a few weeks before, I randomly looked on YouTube like a K-pop top ten list of like I just was like interested in it for some reason. It was on YouTube, and I started watching it, and I got to like number eight, and I was like, ah, this is too much. Like I'm, I was like overwhelmed. I was like, I'm not gonna finish this video. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what they're saying. Like all that stuff. So that's why when you said that, I was like, oh, I was looking that up not that long ago. You know, what is that? And you're like, oh, there's a whole, like, there's a whole, you know, concert on Netflix we can watch. And let, you're like, let me show you some songs on the way home. So we're driving back to your apartment and you show me Hate by 4 Minute, which was one of the early songs that you, that like, you noticed big time. And once I heard that, I was like, this is unlike anything I've ever heard in my life. Like, I just want more. I just want to know so much more about this. You know what I mean? I was, like, really blown away by that. And I think we listened to, like, Bubble Pop, too. And I was yeah. like, wow, that's... Well, it's because the other thing was we showed you the Family Guy episode. Oh, yeah. Where they went to go uh, find the tapes Quagmire was in. Oh, yeah. For this, winter, he was in a drama. For winter, summer. Yeah. <laughs> and they made fun of Bubble Pop in it. And I showed it to you. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is a K-pop song. Yeah. And we found it and we listened yeah. to it. Super offensive Family Guy. But at the point... When Peter's like, what is this? I want to dedicate my whole life to this. That was so relatable when he's really literally watching like Sistar on the TV. Oh yeah, just the random Sistar the video. Sistar, uh, but yeah, so we like went, listened to those songs. Like, this is amazing. You're like, yeah, there's a whole thing on YouTube we can watch. So we get back and we watch Dream Concert 2015. And the first performance I see is the Ice Cream Cake from Red Velvet. And literally like that was the performance. Like seeing Red Velvet, Ice Cream Cake, I was like... Like, I want to know about everything. Like, I was like, I want to dive as deep as possible I can to this. I want to know all the people, all the songs, all the companies, all that stuff. And we did. I mean, pretty much there, we just we just kept learning more and more and more from that point. And watching June Concert 2015, it just jump-started that whole liking. So, I guess for me, Hate was like the single song, but seeing Red Velvet was the moment I was like, I want to really love K-pop. It was the... So that's why Ice Cream Cake is always so special to me, because of that. And if you've never seen, um, like, the very, I want to say, if you've never seen, like, K-pop shows in general, it's just, like, spectacular. 
with like all the people dancing and everything synchronized, it's all a, the matching outfits, the fireworks. It was it was beautiful and like it really was because Dream Concert. It's in a giant stadium, a huge stadium, and with a giant stage and fireworks and production. And I was just that was really what caught my eye. It was like so every detail was like so perfect. And that's why I was just like, I just, I don't know. Like, I want to know all about this. And, like, obviously all the idols, like, really pretty, too. So, I was like, that's definitely not a bad thing. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much how we got into it was that watching it. So, shout out to that old man with the G-Dragon shirt because if you didn't see that shirt saying that, I wouldn't have asked and we never would have got here. And G-Dragon's actually, he was, like, doing a show. He, like, sold out to United Center. Yeah, we looked back a few weeks like later. That, like, it was that night that we saw that. At H Mart, the guy with the shirt, he's probably going to the concert. G Dragon had a sh- uh, show a few miles away in downtown Chicago. And I mean, obviously, if we would have known about it before, we would have gone, but we had no idea. And we look back and we're like, wow, that was a missed opportunity because that would have been really cool. Yeah, it was. I'm trying to remember how long ago that was. I, I don't even know now. I mean, we're still pretty like new K pop fans. I'm not going to say we're like from way back when with all these groups. Okay, here I, I got it. So the very first time I heard about K pop was probably around. You know, like I said, when I was, like, down more in St. Louis, like, 2015 or something like that. Yeah. But I really got into it more in around 2016, 2017, because I remember I told you I could have gone seen Shiny or Rosemont with everybody, and I didn't. Right. And that was in 2016 in March. Okay, okay. May 2016. So, I guess the beginning of 2016 is when I really started to get, like, into it more. So it would have been the summer of that year. So it been like, yeah, it was like 2016, 2017. Because I was visiting you for, because we've talked about, we, we always went to Warp Tour and that was like the weekend of it. It was like the next day on like a Saturday and this was like a Friday. We were just yeah. chilling and. So we've really been into it for about, I guess like four years. We're now. going on like four years. So we're it's actually. It's almost May. So. Yeah. We're actually putting in some years now, but that was pretty much how we started. Um, and now we are. We're where we are because of all that. So I always just want to say thank you to that old man with the G Dragon shirt. Yeah, that whoever was, that guy is, I wish I could find I him. Think, like, I think about it sometimes, like, man, that was all like really supposed to happen, and we're supposed to, you know, it was one of those things. You're like, wow, destiny and all that funny stuff. So it is crazy, but yeah, that's so. That's pretty much our stories. Um, you know, you have that thing that kind of sparks it, and then you jump right in. I will say the one cool thing I always said about the time we got into it, it was like the transition period between like the newer groups coming and then the older groups leaving. So we started with like, you know, kind of like right when like Red Velvet was starting out, when Twice was starting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When like, uh, even Oh My Girl, CLC, like all the groups all we were listening favorites, to now, really. all of our they favorites. like started like a year or a few months before we really got into K-pop. Yeah. So we really didn't put in all those other years with like 4 Minute, Sistar, yeah. um, like Kara. Uh, whoever else there was. Kind of like the second gen, like, like even like Girls' Generation and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because they were all like, kind of like on their last legs when we started getting into it more. And we like remember them either like breaking up or breaking up a little bit after we really got into K-pop. What's really crazy to me now is since we've been into it for, you know, a little bit amount of years now, we're not like super, it's not like fresh we just got into it anymore, is we're starting to see that transition start to take place where we have... I guess I guess like fourth gen groups kind of coming now and like, like the, the groups, newer groups are the really groups big. that when we started are already you know they're like seasoned veterans now and yeah and they're like kind of I mean I don't want to say coming to an end but they've been around they're not just like new anymore and so we're, remember when we're we, seeing like these new rookie groups and stuff like come and you're like oh that's like the next wave yeah because like, I remember when we first got into it the groups that we were into you know. Like I said, like Red Velvet, Twice, and all those people—they're like putting out songs all the time. They oh like my stay goodness. relevant. Twice just never. Now stopped. you kind of get a comeback, you know, maybe once or twice a year, but then you have groups that like 
Itzy or Idol or Everglow or Promise, you know, that are like coming back constantly all the time because you're trying to build a population of the next generation of girl groups. Yeah, that's what's just like crazy. I was like thinking about that one time. I was like, whoa, we're just, we, we really did though. You, you're right. We hit in that nice transition of like, we can still really appreciate because we still like, like obviously hate and hate was like the song that got me like four minute. We love their songs and stuff. And we like Sistar and some of the other songs, but we may not be like super deep into them because I mean, they weren't really around anymore. So it was kind of like, yeah, you know, K-pop just keeps moving forward. So, so would we. So I think we got into a good time too. And now we can appreciate the new girl, like groups coming too. I will say, I don't know if it's just cause we don't pay attention to boy groups as much as girl groups, but I feel like older boy groups stay relevant for a lot longer than like girl groups do. I think so too. You know too. what I'm saying? Like We're, that's why like, EXO is still really popular. Um, and it's just tough too because they have to go to the arm. I know. Super um, Junior's still really big. Yeah. BTS has been around for a while now. Um, who else is there? I, I know. What is the one? Was it? I, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. Is it Schneck? Like it's like a SC. Oh, Shesky's? Yeah, Shesky. Haven't they been around like a very long time? Yeah, or like TVXQ. Yeah, they've been around like a very even long like, time. I know there's people that are fans of like Vix. I never like listened to Vix, but I know they're like popular. Of yeah, um, I just. I don't know. There's just a bunch of like boy what? groups that I've heard about, and they're like still around. Even like B2B. Yeah, they've been around like, a while too. They're around, and they're still like relevant groups that like people like. But I feel like girl groups, they're like, yeah, I used to listen to so and so, but now I'm like into this people. It's just the ever moving wheel of just like, oh, new people, new people, new people. And like, it's just, it's tough business. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that really works. I mean, obviously, we show. that's just something I was like, no, I don't know if that's true or not, but I don't pay a lot of, like attention to a lot of boy groups because we were watching that one, I, like, Idol Athletic Championships. Yeah. And there was like groups that they had competing in this that I've never heard of in ever, like, literally ever. Oh, no idea. And they had like huge fan bases. No idea. No idea. And I mean, it's, you know, it is known that it is. Not easier for the boys, but they just have the crazy... Like, their fandoms True. are just a little bigger than... Although, we do have experience, too, from our Discord and other people that will, like, name, like, normal girl groups we like, and they're, like, boy group stands. They're like, I've never heard of this person. Or, like, I've never listened to this person. Or listened to Egoist. <laughs> yeah, and they're, like, a big group, though, so, I mean... Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just different depending on who, you like, you're into. Yeah. Which always... That always, like, kind of blows my mind, too, is, like, obviously it's... Obviously it's awesome people are into what they're into, but... The fact that we just, like, don't know anything about, like, this other super huge famous group. It's like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, for us, hands up, like, I can't name all the BTS members and they're the biggest group in the whole world. It's yeah, just... I, I can't name any of the EXO members. Well, I can name them, but I don't know who they are. And, like, I love some of their songs or, like, well, NCT would be kind of tough. There's a lot. But, like, I can't just, like, go name the NCT people because... We don't pay attention to the boys that much. Yeah. Nothing against them. We like them. It's they just, get a lot of good songs. I just, I don't, I don't know. It's just, there's, uh... It's just interesting how that works, but... Yeah. But anyway, so that's our kind of a story. Yeah, that was, a that, was our, uh, that was our pretty much our origin stories. Um, I mean... It, all, it kind of all started with uh, a G-Dragon shirt in four minutes. G-Dragon so. shirt and hate and dream concerts. I guess those are the Red important Velvet. things to remember. And then Red Velvet. We <laughs> talked to a lot of people in our Discord who get emotional for certain K-pop moments, um, as they should. But one of those moments for me is definitely seeing Red Velvet open up dream concert, because that's like... I still remember the first time just being like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. So I will say that two moments that I will never forget is like, like I said, we've seen Dream Concert hundreds of times. But the very That's first time... That's not a lie either, folks. We have, li- we have watched it so much. I saw... I Red Velvet opened up with Ice Cream Cake, and then I saw them play Ice Cream Cake live. That was kind of surreal. Absolutely incredible. And then when I saw Oh My Girl open up their concert with Cupid, that was unreal too. Because yeah. I freaking love Oh My Girl. 
Happy five-year anniversary, Oh My Girl. Yeah, shout out to Oh My Girl. They're coming back very, very soon. Yeah, so check everybody out that support, comeback. Everybody support Oh My Girl because they're your favorite groups. Favorite, favorite groups. Groups? Favorite? I don't know. I messed it up. But, but. Uh, okay, well, on that note, we'll get into our fans. Well, we can talk more about our concerts later. And but listeners' um, experiences, these, how they got into K-pop. These are the entries we got. Once again, bear with our reading. You can kick it off. You have your email pulled up. I will so. say, since we're watching Dream Concert 2015... Shout out to the one girl that commented one time on our Instagram post, and she said the group that got her into K-pop was 24K. <laughs> yeah, and they're one of my favorite performances on here. I always loved their outfits. They have like like these cool suits, suits, and they just look really. I always like their 24K performance. So shout out to 24K. all I know about. Shout them. out to 24K. That's all I know about them, but I love that performance. Um, but I'll start off, and Go this goes it. out to our number one gold tier super fan. Jonathan, who's in our Discord. Hey, as well. Jonathan. Because uh, Jonathan's, uh, he's a real one. He is the realist of the but, realist. Okay, so here's Jonathan's email. I first got into K pop by complete accident, as we all do. <laughs> it was late 2019, and I was just watching some lovely Sword Art Online, great anime, and I was wondering if the artist that made the opening music, a J pop artist named Lisa, had any other music. So I hopped on Google and looked up Lisa, but I didn't Ooh. find Lisa the J-pop artist, but I found Lisa Blackpink. Shout out to Google, represent. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, wow, she's hot. And I ended up clicking <laughs> on the doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo music video, and I fell in love with Blackpink. Oh my god! Wow, gosh. that's real. That's so much better than mine. <laughs> You're the man, Jonathan. Like, wow, the dancing, the singing, and the rapping. I've never heard anything like that before, and to top it off, the music video was stunning, beautiful, stunning and beautiful, and I remember... That I just kept watching over and over and over again and enjoying more and more each time. K-pop literally has the coolest music videos in the world. K-pop literally has the coolest music videos in the world. Facts. After that, I remember watching through countless hours of Blackpink content and learning everything I could about the four queens of Blackpink. And then I literally listened to the same 12 or 13 songs. Wow, they have 12 or 13 songs? That's a lot. <laughs> Jonathan, I think you're lying. I'm calling your bluff on that one. He goes, I don't remember how many they had back then. I'm going to go with five. I'm going to go with three. One, maybe. Over and over again. And then I remember when they came back with Kill This Love and I was watching the whole comeback showcase in my math class. <laughs> After that, I started to branch out and learn about other K-pop groups and how the world of K-pop works and the rest is history. So, there we go, Jonathan. Good stuff. Dude, that's anything? such a cool... I didn't even know that. I'm, like, so hyped. That's such an awesome... I knew you were like, oh, this J-pop artist Lisa. I was like, ooh, I know where this is going. <laughs> but, yeah, that's amazing, Jonathan. Shout out to Shout Jonathan. out Google. Good Shout stuff, out Jonathan. Lisa. That's that's so dope, and it's it is funny too. Just when you first like dip your toe in the pool of K-pop, and then you just dive in, you're like, I want to know absolutely every single thing about every one of these people. It's like that. It's so it's like crazy. That, that GIF where the guy's like putting his foot in the tiny puddle, and he like falls completely inside of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's just falling into a K-pop just fandom as a whole. It's just I want to know absolutely everything. So shout out to Jonathan. Shout out Jonathan, man. That was a great story. All right, what you got? All right, my next, my next one, my one's from Twitter. Um, this was a cool one from, I don't know, you might not have heard of her, but we have because she's a giant K-pop um, writer, correspondent. K-pop is like her job. It's uh, Tamar Herman. She's worked for Billboard, Cult Scene, NBC News, Forbes, and she's a book coming out called BTS Blood, Sweat, and Tears out on 8-11. Go buy Tamar's book. She's like one of the biggest K-pop journalists uh, in the world as far as like working in the United States and she obviously turned her passion into it to a full-time job so she was cool enough to send us her so um, what you're saying is she's almost as popular as us no yeah she's a little she's just a tad more important and popular than us but shout out to her for uh 
um, sending us her origin story, which this is it. Uh, she said, I found out about Wonder Girls back in 2008. Ooh, throwback. When their songs like Tell Me, So Hot, and Nobody got popular, and I fell in love. I started interacting on a lot of forums to find out more about K-pop and fell down the rabbit hole fast, in all caps, while in high school. That's so, all of us. pretty much like all of us is you just find out about it, and then you just want to dive in, and obviously Tamar's a real one, because she turned it into a super dope full-time job as a writer. She has a book. Go support her. She's met, like, all the idols. I'm very jealous of her because she has so many pictures with Twice, but, yeah, that was hers. I was honestly, like... How does someone like this, who it's their job, like, how do you get into it? And it's funny because it's kind of like the rest of us. Just, Wonder Girls, I told you, it just takes one song. It takes one song for you to just <coughs> want to look up. Dude, Bless you. It thanks. takes one song, and that's what it is. But uh, shout out tomorrow. Thank you. Everyone go buy her book. Yeah, support tomorrow. Support tomorrow. She's a, literally a legend, so thank you. All right, so this next one's a long one because it's from our boy Zeg. All right, so. everybody uh, buckle up because this is a fun ride. Some of our friends told me to, like, shorten these down in order to, like, you know, make them more coherent for the video. Good or, word. Or, not video, the podcast. And I was like, nope, I'm reading all of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they sent it, so. So he starts with, hey, K-pop kimchi podcast. Ooh, official. Like, he doesn't know our names. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is going to, this sounds like it could start out sad, but it, we'll see what happens. It says, January 2017. My ex and I had officially broken up right after she had graduated from our college. Prior to that, we were off and on for about two years. I won't go into a crazy amount of detail, but I was naive in thinking she had the same feelings I had for her, and the, and the relationship was really just one-sided. Anyways, the end of our relationship left me in a world of hurt filled with constant depression, wondering if there's any reason to live anymore. I went through the whole still believing she and I could still work something out. Of course, it only fueled the negativity... Toxic attitude, depression, bad habits, etc. He goes, the fact that I'm riding this listening to Eguist by Luna's Olivia High and crying right, crying right now tells me it still hurts whenever I sit and think about all of this. Spoiler, now you know why it's my favorite of the solos. Shout out to Olivia Hay and Luna. Olivia Hay, you are a legend. Stan Luna. <laughs> I somehow managed to make it through to the end of 2017 with the help of my family and friends. Huge shout out to them and being there and helping me through some of the darkest times. Even if they never knew what it was going through, never knew what was going through, what I was going through. If they ever hear slash read this, I love you all from the bottom of my heart, and I can never repay you for any for everything y'all did for me. Y'all, he actually put y'all. I didn't misread that. You're doing a fantastic reading job, <laughs> dude. This is rough. <laughs> all right, on to paragraph number two. This Colin, is a good story, though. Colin, I know. I feel like I'm there right now. I know. I'm like, is this like I'm a hallmark. I'm movie? very emotionally invested in this. College was super rough for me all of 2017, and the upcoming spring semester of 2018 wasn't going to be any easier. Yo, shout out to Zach for going to college. Good for you. <laughs> or so I thought. Sometime in March or April of 2018, I honestly don't remember exactly which one, I was hanging out with friends on Discord and gaming, like we all do. Pretty He's typical... just a Discord Hall of Famer right here. I know, right? Pretty typical day of... on the days I wasn't at school. After a long session of gaming... My friend from Scotland started posting K-pop vids in the chat. Wow, what a real one. I don't remember where, why he did, but we must have been talking about it or something. But at first I was more something to laugh at. Oh, it was more something to laugh at. Hmm. We were watching laughing at some of the visual effects, the lyrics, because we couldn't understand Korean. We assumed everything was connected somehow. It was fun to blow off steam. 
I shouldn't have hit that. Oh, it was fun to blow off steam like that. Just laughing at K-pop music videos. The ones I remember he showed at the time were Red Velvet's Red Flavor and Dum Dum. Oof. Twice his Signal and TT and some other cute and bubblegum pop concerts. Wow, you that thought, guy picked some good ones. Yeah, you <laughs> thought this was a game? You thought this wasn't for real? You thought this was a game? We're playing for keeps. Seriously. Then you went into Blackpink's As If It's Your Last and oh, Playing yeah. With Fire. We probably even went through size collection of songs too. To be honest, I don't remember everything you showed us. Those were even though we just named like nine things. Those were just some of ones that I rem- some of the ones I remember. We agreed that Blackpink was actually pretty dope, and of course we commented on how attractive each member was, like you do. I don't know how long it went on for, but we ended up searching around more music videos to critique, make fun of, make smart comments about looks, etc. Eventually, I just remember I found Red Velvet's ice cream cake. Let's yes. go! And I can vividly remember the moment I saw Yuri on the roof of the trailer giving that smile with the pigtails, and I the just fell in love. Ooh. Before any of this, I just I was just sports and talk radio, and it was just very boring to me. But there wasn't really any good music anymore, in my opinion. I was slowly giving up on life. What my friends and well, my family too did know is that I was giving, slowly giving into taking my life. I was still depressed about my ex. I was failing in school. Hey, at least you went to school, Zeg. <laughs> and I just had an I don't care attitude about anything. And I wanted it all to end, so I didn't have to suffer anymore. The next day I was talking to my friend, the one from Scotland, and it turns out he was and still is huge into K-pop. Is this guy not in our Discord right now? Get Tell this guy in our Discord. Scotty Scotland to get in the Discord. I'm pretty sure that's his gaming handle. <laughs> I confess that I enjoyed everything we, we were watching and I needed to know more about it. As he and I dove into, K-pop, into the K-pop rabbit hole, I just felt so happy. I just remember my friend telling me all the suggestions on who to listen to, the members of each group, a, a brief history lesson of each group and their companies. Oh, I don't know, it's weird, weird. Of course, none of it stuck except for Red Velvet. They were the first group that I court. Oh, I had hardcore. It's weird. It's like there's a space that I hardcore stand. And ice cream cake was one that kick started all for me. Yep, been there. Oh, for real. Every day from that point forward, I listened to nothing but Red Velvet. I had finally felt something I haven't felt in such a long time, and that was happiness. The ability to love something or something again. Because of this, I was able to finish college and graduate. Yeah, good work. Good job, Zeg. I no longer wanted to take my life for granted. This is why I owe my life to K-pop, and especially to my Scottish friend, and of course, my friends and family. This is also why I ended up liking some groups more than others, some songs over others, and even have unpopular opinions. My story influenced me. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, last paragraph coming up here. I'm crying. Dude, this is deep. This is awesome. Finally, slowly over the summer, I was able to get into Blackpink twice and even a little BTS. I ended up standing Blackpink so hard... That I took a three-day vacation to South Korea to see Blackpink's first ever concert. Isn't that really just the dream for all of us? That's amazing. Goodness. I remember my first thought when I got to the hotel were just pure happy thoughts. I never forget. I'll never forget thinking that I had made the right choice, not just going to Korea, but all, but also following my heart to what makes me happy, and that I'd finally felt what true happiness felt like. I have a post about this on my Instagram if you want to read it. His Instagram is. At your underscore boy underscore Zeg. If you guys want to know what it is. Go follow him. Because he like sent me a link, but it... Anyways. As I dove deep into the K-pop rabbit hole, I went to concerts. I started making a bunch of friends that also like K-pop as much as I do, if not more. It's truly been such a blessing, and I'm so excited to be in the train with so many great people. From this point forward, it's really a cakewalk. I'm not a huge multi... I'm now Ice a huge multi. Dude, I know. <laughs> I'm now a huge multi-stand. At least thirty plus groups. 
I've come to love Oof. the Korean culture, currently trying, slowly, but trying... But the trying is there to learn the Korean language. To end this first off, thank you to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast for producing awesome content to listen to. You're welcome. <laughs> we do it for the people. We do it for all of you. We love you. Thank you to all the friends I have made along this adventure, and thank you to K-Pop for existing. I could say... I, I could say... Hashtag Stan, insert K-pop group of choice, but instead I'll say just Stan K-pop. Thanks for listening to my story, Zag. Wow. No wonder it took him four days to write it. Man, that was absolutely beautiful, Zag. That was well. Also, I know it was tough at first, but man, that's awesome. Also, for all the people that we mention here, if I have their Instagram names, I'll tag them in the. That was nine. <laughs> Whoa, what? Anyways. <laughs> I'll tag them in um, the Instagram post so you guys can see um, how they're doing. I will or say... You, not really how they're doing, but if you want to see, like, you know, their Instagrams and, like, get to yeah, know Yeah, everyone, everyone follow everyone. That was, that was incredible. I did not know that story at all, man. That was legit. And I will say that Zeg mentioned it, but that first moment when you first like like k-pop i feel like we all just remember that that just like moment where you're just like bam okay i, I want to know everything about this like i know and it's funny because he said ice cream cake too like shout out to ice cream cake red again velvet just the gateway drug. red red velvet was it man they're always gonna be the goats out there but it's just funny that one moment you're just like all right i want to know everything it is a it is a very special moment and i mean shout out to k-pop for being always there for for downtimes too i mean zeg had some really really tough ones but Shout out to K-pop for all of us just being being there during the tough times. We all have similar stories to that. Just like, hey, this I was feeling down. K-pop helped me out, man. That's which that's, is one of the reasons why I love Eyes One so much. It's true, man. That's another story for a different day. We will, we'll, we'll, you know, we have plenty more episodes coming, so we'll talk about that one another day. But um, all right, Zeg. Well, after you made me cry, let's move on to the next entry from another legend in our Discord. One of our best friends we've made. Um, this was from Twitter. Her Twitter is a chill mango, which Shout is out also chill mango. a chill mango, which is also her Discord name. Uh, she sent an awesome story, and here it is. It says, "Hey guys, hey mango, here's my K-pop origin story. My <laughs> first K-pop song was Eat You Up' by Boa. A oh, friend nice. showed it to me in middle school, along with G by SNSD, Girls' Generation, which is." An absolute classic. I thought both songs were good, but didn't understand what either was, so I forgot about them. In high school, another... Oh, shout out BTS. Um, sorry. In high school, another friend showed me the K-drama. My girlfriend is a... Gumio. I'm sorry about that mispronunciation. But my girlfriend is a Gumio, and I became obsessed with it. I was watching a performance of a song from the OST and saw... Girls' Generation's G in the related videos. I clicked on it for, for nostalgia, and this time the song hit different. I watched another SNSD videos, then found some Super Junior music videos. Shout out Super Junior. And haven't escaped the black hole that is K-pop since then. I have no regrets. Hey. None of us do, Mango. None of us do, Mango. That is how... Um, I will say something that I've noticed about some of these stories is how influential YouTube is. Yeah. Dude, if it wasn't for... I also realized, you know, a lot of... Because I've noticed a lot of the stories that they got super, you know, into it through, like, 
just looking up a group on YouTube, yeah. that just shows how big of a platform YouTube was for spreading the influence of like Oh my groups, gosh. Like Red Velvet, BTS. Oh my gosh. Blackpink, all those, you know. So imagine like back in the day when like people actually like used word of mouth to like tell people to listen to these songs. Yeah. And they'd like go look it up themselves. <laughs> well, I saw a tweet about it today and I agreed with it. Um, it was uh, just talking about kind of the, some of the early, like not super early, but like I guess second generation people before YouTube and all social media hits like it does now, which is like so crazy. And it was like, you know, obviously they paved away, but it's just different. Like if they would have been around now, you have all those different platforms to perform and you're like, going to see like, yeah, like imagine like big bang or girls generation or like, yeah, even like original had, super had, junior had the ability to just, yeah, that's pretty much what it was like Boa and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Or like just put one song out and it reached millions of people, you know, without even really have to do that much work. You Cause just, they, they already did reach that much. Like imagine the reach or influence, but I mean, that's just how it is. I was just thinking about it and like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just crazy to see how social, how far social media has come and, how much it is, I mean, like the armies on Twitter literally are an army, like because of their yeah. social media presence. So that's what made them popular was their social media presence and winning the social media award. I mean, every it's year. it's just so <clears throat> it's so impressive what these groups do. All the posts we share with each other from Instagrams and stuff. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't even know so much about K-pop without social media. Obviously, like oh, if it wasn't for YouTube or Instagram, uh, there's so much K-pop stuff I wouldn't even know about. It's uh like actually all of it. <laughs> a lot, pretty much most of it, but yeah, that was Mangoes. Shout out to G, great song. Um, I feel like that's a really big one. I've heard from other people too. So, some other people did mention it to me uh, about this one. That was that is a great Girls Generation song. I do love that song. Um, but yeah, shout out Mango. Lovely story, Mango. You're a, you're a legend. We love you. On to the next. Um. All right. Well, the next K-pop story is from one of our other buddies. And it says, this is also another long one, so sorry if I butcher everything in this. You did great on the last one, though. <sighs> Man, reading's difficult. Honestly, you did great. I'm never going to say anything to anybody about not being able to read ever again. <laughs> uh, also, this is just one super long run-on sentence, so. Well, it's Josh. I will say, sorry, before we started that, Zeg found K-pop in college. I was like, man, I wish I had K-pop in college. I would have been sick, but... Yeah, I wish I had friends in college, too. That would sick. <laughs> oh, I was like, well, I wish, like, back in the day. I will, you just think, like, oh, I wish I could have been, been into it then, but I guess K-pop chooses when it's time to be uh, into yeah, it. So true. Can't argue that. All right. So, this is, sup, boys, it's Josh. Hey, Josh. Sup, Josh. So, first off, you started the sentence off as so. You're not supposed to do that, but it's okay. That's I forgive I mean. you, Josh. This is his emotions talking. It is. So back in high school, I was pretty down, and all of a sudden, I saw a video on YouTube. This Whoa. is my beginning. I'm assuming that's how he wrote it. On July 18th, 2013, that is extremely specific. It's almost Actually, our birthday. Actually, it's almost our birthdays. Almost our birthdays. I was scrolling on YouTube, and I came across a video named YouTubers React to K-Pop. I had no clue what I was getting into. The three videos were Fantastic Baby by Big Bang, Ooh. I Got a Girl by Girls' Generation, and Lucifer by Shiny. Wow, bangers. <laughs> Once I saw I Got a Boy, I thought it was so cool, and I'd go back and watch it every day. I watched Fantastic Baby and Lucifer too, but not quite as much. I eventually checked out more songs by those three groups through... What? Oh, through that, I, th- <laughs> I was like, what? Through that, I found Girls' Day, and that's where I was hooked. I thought these four girls were the coolest things in sliced bread. <laughs> Have you ever seen sliced bread, Josh? It's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Can we not compare with the goat sliced bread? <laughs> my, 
Speaking of that, have you seen that commercial before? Which or uh, no, it was a commercial. It was an episode of Family Guy when the guy's like, oh, oh, and sl- <laughs> they're talking about sliced bread. Jamie's like, can I get that bread sliced? She's like, too bad. And she like throws like a whole loaf yeah. of bread. At him. <laughs> That's anyway, Josh. sorry. My first K, my first favorite K-pop song was "Female President" by Girls Day, and my first K-pop bias was Lee Hiari. I watched Good all the bias. videos, and that brought me into many other girl groups and boy groups. I become a multi-stan. Then we come into March twenty, March 29th, twenty fifteen. Dude, he has like specific days out here. WM or WM Entertainment released a teaser for a new girl group. They look so pure and cute, and I couldn't get more, couldn't be more excited. Then the big day, April twentieth, twenty fifteen. Oh my girl had debuted with Cupid, and it was game over. Woo! So, kind of interesting that uh, both of them, their intros were also two groups that we were super into. It's true, man. Oh my girl, with the same exact songs. Oh my girl with Cupid and Red Velvet with. They hit different. Man. Um, Red Flavor. Oh my girl instantly became my favorite group. I watched everything they came out with, and I couldn't get enough of them. Ever since they've been my ultimate group, and with my ultimate Hyun Sung-hee, alt bias. Since then, I have been a major supporter of numerous K-pop groups. I've been to nine K-pop events, Red, Red Velvet Fame in Chicago, Oh My Girl in Chicago, Red Velvet Redmare in Chicago, Blackpink in Your Area in Newark, Twilight's, Twice Lights in Chicago, <laughs> Card in Philadelphia, Dreamcatcher in Chicago, Itzy in New York City, and Everglow in Chicago. I have met High Touch as fan sign, one or the other. Oh my girl, Itzy, Card, and Everglow. I have group... Right now it's just flexing on all of us, in case you guys are wondering. Yeah, thanks for this, Josh. <laughs> I have group slash solo photos with Oh My Girl, Dreamcatcher, Itzy, and Everglow. You won't show your face, though. It's true. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> Over the years, I've collected about 70 albums. Signed Chung Ha, Weki Meki, AOA, Itzy, Sejong, and Idol albums. Gone to Korea for a week. I've spent probably around 2500 on albums and another 4500 for concerts. Which, I mean, sounds like big numbers, but concerts are expensive. Especially if you've been to a bunch of them. And he about, has been to a bunch And you do all the fan signs and high touches. Four or five hundred sounds about right for like one. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, the ones we've done have not been cheap. Yeah. Um, K-pop has had a, huge influence, had a huge influence on my life. That is irreversible. I couldn't imagine what my life would be right now without K-pop. During my sad and depressed days back in the day, the only thing that would lift me up and keep me going was K-pop. Without K-pop, I'm not sure if I would ever even be here today. Thank you for K-pop. For the endless laughs, smiles, and entertainment. Great job with the podcast, guys. Keep up the great work. For my background songs, oh my girls, um, SSFWL, please, or the new one if it's released yet. Peace out. Peace <laughs> Thanks, out, Josh. Josh. Good job, Josh. Great Sorry song. I didn't accommodate your recommendation, yeah. but. Sorry we didn't clap after the other ones, too. We're, we're just <clears throat> trying to keep the clapping silent because <laughs> we don't want the mic to blow up. But good story, Josh. Good story, Josh. But yeah, it's crazy. Their they, stories are so much cooler than ours. But it's crazy how they both are, like, seriously into the same songs, got them into K-pop like ours, but they were found in a completely different way. Oh, but it had so the same, different. But it had the same impact. I mean, I was literally like, yeah, old man at H-Mart, yeah, check out this song. This is cool. Let's watch this video. Boom, we're there. Like, that's how. Yeah. It's super awesome, but the one thing that, I mean, Josh's story was super dope too, but when he was like, oh, it's so cool, that hit me, because I feel like that's one of, if not the main thing about K-pop to me, like, to me, it's just so cool, like, everyone is cool, the, like, them on stage is cool, the outfits are cool, the style's cool, the music, 
Like, it's just those, I was like, man, those are people you want to be like because they're cool. Like, I don't know. That always just hits me about literally, like, any idol I see anytime. It's just everything about it is just very, very, I don't know, it's just, like, new and refreshing and all that stuff. So, true. Shout out to Josh, man. Great story. But, all right. Let me get my next one after mangoes. Yay, mangoes. Um, I'm not sure who this is. This is some of our Twitter ones. This is Mashed Ganja on Twitter. Uh, they said, a colleague sent me the music video of Wonder Girls Nobody through Yahoo Messenger. So Whoa. we're throwing it way back to Yahoo Messenger. Um, but what made me get into K-pop was 2NE1's Fire music video, amazing video, since I knew Sandra Park pre-2NE1 debut. A friend who's into K-pop had a USB with music videos from different artists, Big Bang, Super Junior, Girls' Generation, and the rest is history. So this person had that magical USB with all these videos on it, and that's how they got into K-pop, is because they watched all those groups' videos from the... I just thought that was so funny because it was from a... Just, like, that one USB, they plugged it in, and that was it. Like I'm just, I just want to find this USB. Like, what is I know, this gold mine? This, we need to put this in a museum because it's legendary. But, yeah, that's what they said is... They watched, you know, those second or second gen groups, 21 Big Bang, Girls Generation, Super Junior, and the rest is history. I feel like that's what all of us say too, is like, and from then on That's it how it happens, dude. It's just, just in history. Yeah. I feel like just, once it gets a hold of you, that it's just kinda like it's over after that. Well you just know it's not gonna it's not gonna end, you know, end essentially like quickly. You know you're just gonna keep diving more and more into different groups and different songs and all that stuff, so Man. It's true. All these are facts. That was a good one. That was a good one. Thank Who'd you, you say that's from? It was from, um, their Twitter name is Hana uh, in Hangul, and then but it says Mashed Gamja as their. Thanks, Mashed Gamja. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I don't know who they are. They're not in our Discord or anything. But thank you for thank sharing. You. Good story. Um, Shout out to that USB. <laughs> yeah, for real, the real unsung hero. <laughs> Rest is history. So our next one's from one of our listeners named. Josiah Martinez. Hey, Josiah. That's how you pronounce it, right? <coughs> yeah, excellent. Okay, cool. It says, what's up, guys? My K-pop bluff started in 2014 by happening upon a shared video on Twitter. Whoa. Twitter's around in 2014? Yeah, it, it, was, it was. I don't think I used it a ton. I don't know how to use Twitter, so I have no idea. I don't think I used it a ton then, but it was around. FX is Electric Shock. Shout out to Good FX. Song. Took me back to 90s videos that made me obsessed with everything about FX and K-pop as a whole. I immediately fell for Sully and I adored her so much. R.I.P. Last October was a strange feeling to learn how to learn how to get through. Hinapia, shout out to Hinapia. Really helped cheer me up after Let's that. Let's go. I'm glad the dreams continued and Bada always put a smile on my face. Let's go. Shout out to Bada. Let's, Let's go. Good job, Bada. So it's, I guess it's a good thing she was in the group. Let's go, Bada. <laughs> I learned how important it is to be there for anyone that needs a shoulder. Hopefully yep. everyone can continue that so there's less and less people with harmful thoughts. Sorry to bring it down, but there's a good but there's good things to learn from terrible situations. So I'd like to encourage people to hang tight when times seem the darkest and look forward and I look forward to your show, guys. Thanks, Josiah. Thanks, Josiah. That was like the that was awesome, man. Shout out I would never you could have like 
given me any amount of money, I would be like, no way Bada's going to be mentioned in one of these. But she was. And like, shout, shout out, out to, to the Queen Bada and Hinapia. Hopefully they make a comeback soon. And um, I know a reason you like K-pop too is because of like earlier pop music. And they kind of mentioned like, oh yeah, really like American, or not necessarily like Western, but other pop music got you into K-pop. Like, oh, I love like the early pop stuff, like Spice Girls Wannabe and like yeah, yeah, S Club yeah. 7 and yeah. like Kylie Minogue. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, like, shout out to those and shout out for K-pop for bringing back Shout out to K-pop's forefathers, Kylie Minogue and S-7. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, let me get my next one. Let me find it somewhere. Okay. Next one. This was a very short one. It's from Nyan from Nyan Netizens. They have a podcast. Check them out. Um, all they said was on the reply, they said... It was Big Bang's Tell Me Goodbye and Young's Abs. Hey. So, you know what? I respect that so much. I mean, I can't disagree with Who that. does not like Young's abs? That's what I want to know because he is uh, he's a beast and he's back, I think. so. Yeah, I saw he uploaded some dance videos or something. Man, he still got it. He did. He did. He did. But I thought that was really funny. He's like, yeah, his abs got me into K-pop. I'm like, you know what? Like, sometimes that just happens. It's just a way of life. And the idols are beautiful people, so if that's what you're a fan of, then go for it. <laughs> Who'd you say that was from? That was from... These are just, like, Twitter ones, right? Yeah. Nyan? Nyan oh, okay, Nissens, I gotcha, okay. They have a podcast. I was gonna look it up to show, shout them out more, but... they Yeah, they just sent me up first one. I was like, yeah, you guys just made the podcast because... Hey. How can Tang's abs not make the podcast? Yeah, they have a... Podcast that was established in 2014, so go check them out. N-Y-A-N. Awesome. Check them out. Um, my next is an email from a fan we have in Austria. So Ooh, that's cool. That is awesome. Her name is Emily Stumer. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Hey, Emily. Yeah, hi, Emily. What's hi, up, Emily. Thanks for listening. Um, So it says... Hi there, I hope y'all having a great day. Smiley face. It's pretty good so far. It's 2.30 in the morning. I hope you're having a great day. Okay, it starts out. Okay, so I'm considering my story a bit weird. I feel like there's no no such thing as a weird story that says getting into K-pop. No truer statement has ever been made. I discovered K-pop through YouTube. Pretty normal so far. I don't remember which video I watched, but I know for a fact that it was not related to Asian anyway, which makes it even more odd. But that's just YouTube. That's how YouTube works. <laughs> You would not believe how many times I'm watching a video, like a K-pop video, and I scroll through the comments, and it's just like, I was watching how to lacquer a wooden door. How did I get here? <laughs> just, like, so just like random stuff. Oh, that's hilarious. Hey, Wendy. When the video ended, I looked into recommendations on the right side. Man, that's how it happens. Yep. You know what I mean? We know what you mean. We know what you, you know mean, what you Emily. Mean. Anywho, one of those GOT7 was GOT7's Girls, Girls, Girls. Something about those diaper pants really got me in the flow to watch more of their stuff. <laughs> hey, That's amazing. Hey, we're all in our own things. It is by far the craziest music video I've ever seen. I feel so sorry for Bam Bam because of his terrible hairstyle. <laughs> Dude, I will say, some of the guys have crazy hairstyles. They do. I always appreciate the mullet, though. Oh, who doesn't appreciate the mullet? If you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know, but we might have to watch at the end of this just so I can see what you're I talking about. I want to see about. this hairstyle 100%. In the beginning, I thought it was a phase, but boy, was I wrong. Six years is a pretty long phase. It's not a phase, uh, mom. It's not a phase, mom. 
I'm sorry if my English is lacking. Oh, no. It sounds great. It's a perfect. It's not my mother tongue. Many greetings from Australia. Or uh, Austria, my bad. <laughs> from Austria. Your girl, Emmy. Thanks, Emmy. Thanks, Emmy. That was awesome. She also says, P.S. Try saying K-pop kimchi podcast really fast. At least for me, it's a real tongue twister. That's, uh... Do it. K-pop kimchi podcast. Was that fast of... K-pop kimchi podcast. I don't know. Sorry about the name. <laughs> Austria, my bad, Austria. Thank you. That's, That's so awesome. awesome. Thank you, our fan in Austria. That was a really good story. I, lo- I want to see this hairdo, though. We got to look that up later. You can watch it. We got to look that up later. Okay, back to Twitter. The next one we have is from at just your average tab. Just your av tab. Is there a Twitter handle? Nate, what is it? I can't see. No, fan just moved on. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's so funny. Shout out, Nate. Well, okay, here is Tabs. Hello, my name is Tab, and I love the podcast. Thumbs up. Thank you. We love you. I saw your podcast and wanted to share how I got into K-pop. Unknowingly, my first encounter with K-pop was in 2009. I was on YouTube, well, you know, big into J-pop slash J-rock at the time just watching videos i clicked a random video that happened to be girls generations g classic dance music video <laughs> the white background colorful shorts and i liked the song but didn't think the look into the group anymore fast forward two years later to 2011 i'm on facebook and i see the boys music video by girls generation and news of a u.s debut i loved the video and hopped on youtube to check out girls generation only to realize they were the same group I saw two years ago in the G video. That had to be a awesome shock right there. Inception. But she said, This led to hours and days of discovering more about Girls' Generation, which led to Super Junior, which led to YG artists, and more. It's been close to nine years as a K-pop fan, and it's been an interesting experience. Shout out, Tab. That was awesome. Another one with G. G. They found G, and that was the song that got him. Or at least the initial, like, found G and then she found the boys. Shout out to these people who found Super Junior, too. That was part of their... I feel like there's been a lot. Yeah. I will say, too, while we're watching this, that I remember watching Dream Concert 2015, and EXID definitely was in my head the most beautiful grouping of women I've they ever are. seen in my life. They are. I think Highland for blonde hair. They're all just awesome. And I did not know this was two songs at the time, but I no, found out did. later. Nobody did. They also like go back and forth between the songs. <clears throat> like it sounds like one, but shout out, thank you, Tab. We love you. That was an awesome story. Shout out to G because it's a legendary song. It is. It seems like so far the main things that got people into K-pop are Girls Generation, Flavor, Girls Generation G, uh, to anyone, Super Junior, Big Bang, just the le- really just the legends and YouTube. Just add in YouTube. Really to just that YouTube. Mix. YouTube. That melting pot, add YouTube, and we're fine. Our next email is from our uh, one of our other K-pop podcast buddies, K-pop Chaos. Hey, K-pop check them Chaos. Out, check them out if you've never listened to them. They're also based out of the Midwest, so that's cool. Hey, guys. Hope you're, doing, hope you're both doing well. I wanted to share mine and knees. I hope that would pronounce it. Nays. N-E apostrophe S. Nays. N-E apostrophe S. Nays. Sure. Nays. Maybe nays. Sorry I'm pronouncing that wrong. We apologize. K-pop origin stories for the next episode. We both started in a similar way and around the same time. 
For me, I initially started as a casual listener in high school. I'm currently 22. And started off listening to EXO's Overdose back in like 2014. That's a good song. Great song. I never stuck with EXO, but K-pop eventually came back into my life full force when they showed me a FBE YouTubers react video. I don't even know what FBE is. I don't know if I should. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know what that is. FBE YouTubers react video where they showed BTS's dope music video. We both went down the BTS rabbit hole. It only takes one, man. It hooks you. After that, and got into a who knows how many groups. She likes more of the soft, cutesy ballad type concepts like Astro and Seventeen, whereas I like more of the hardcore rock-like concepts like Vix, BTS, and BAP. See, I told you people like Vix. We both mainly stand boy groups at this point, but getting into more girl groups is one of both of our goals for this year. Amazing so the, goal. So the exact opposite the of opposite our goal. opposite of us. Hopefully <laughs> you guys are doing a little better than we are at getting to know the boy groups. <laughs> I hope this works as an origin story. LOL. If you want more details, you can actually listen to our most recent episode where we talked about how we both got into K-pop. Wow, how fitting. And it says, keep up the great work, Avery. Thanks, Avery. Thanks, K-pop. Thanks, K-pop chaos. Chaos cast. Or- I'm glad they're trying to get more into girl groups. My bad. K-pop cast podcast. Sorry. K-pop Pod- cast podcast. I always forget the podcast. It's, yeah. I always say cast. Check out check out to their podcast. Listen to them. Show them love. Because obviously they had a great origin story. Or yeah. I was going to say we'll have to check out your origin stories on yours. I know. That's exciting. Origin stories are just so fun because it's just so fun to see how everyone got to the point where we are now. Alright. Back to Twitter. We had another entry from... Kaya times officially OG S-I-K apostrophe K. I don't know. I don't want to pronounce any of it wrong. But she commented sick K. OG sick K. Shout out Kaya though for this. uh, For her story. She said her first Korean drama I ever watched was Boys Over Flowers. Yes. Classic. Boys (laughs) Over Flowers. Legendary. And the song Stand By Me really caught my attention. Mostly because it was always playing. So I decided to look up who it was from and saw it was from Shiny and instantly became a fan of them and then discovered EXO, etc. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. I just love how everyone has like the rest is history, etc. Because you can't stop with, you know, K-pop, you just have to keep going. Shout out to these backup dancers right now. But yeah, that was... uh, that was a good one. It only takes one. It only takes one song. And you find the group, you find another group, you're good. You're like, I swear I can, I've shown K-pop to other people that aren't K-pop fans. And you never know what's going to hit with them and what's not. But as soon as you hit that one, they'll, like, message me and be like, Hey, what was that song you showed me? Or yeah, like, what's some other songs by this group? What is or, this? Or why didn't you tell me about this? Or what? who is this? Who is this idol? What is this dance? Like, who's this guy with the shirt off? It just, <laughs> it just pulls you in, man. It just, like... It grabs your attention and doesn't let go. Pretty much. It just takes one. Thank you, Kaya, for that entry. So, up next on my list, we've got one of our good buddies at Twice K-Pop in Chicago on Instagram. Follow their Insta. He's a really cool guy. So, he makes really cool edits of uh, Jonghyun and other K-Pop idols. So, check that out. Check him out. Shout out, Mike. Here we go. My story began with the music of Ghibli back in the days of fan-subbed VHS VHS bootlegged movies. Wow. We're throwing it way back, folks. I don't know if people listening to this even know what VHSs are. (laughs) Shout out VHS. Also, shout out to Ghibli. Ghibli's awesome. 
I was blown away by the art, story, music, and altogether mind-blowing experience into something very unlike what it used to be. This fascination in music from Japan and Asia as a whole continues to this day. It was back in 2006 when I was teaching... When I won... Oh, when I won a teaching award and got to spend a month in Japan. Man, that's awesome. Dang, that is so cool. I did not know also, that. Also, shout out to 2006. I was like a freshman in high school. Man, <laughs> way back in the day. And I started to get really into the music from Japan and began to follow Perfume, Bump of Chicken, and more. Wow, what a name. My interest, though, in K-pop really didn't begin in force through... Well, oh, though. My bad, sorry. You're good. Uh, here, I'll start. My interest, though, in K-pop didn't really begin in force, though, till I went through a phase of listening to Selena Gomez and Avril Lavigne... <laughs> Oh, to keep man. me who, motivated during workouts. Who if that's not the real sentence in this whole podcast, I don't know Who has not been motivated to work out to Avril Lavigne? That's all I want to know. That's so funny. While listening to the music on YouTube and struggling through a real dark point in my life, I stumbled across Likey by Twice and felt like Oof. light being... Felt like light began to finally peel its way into the sadness that had been consuming me. I began to watch and listen to the videos, finding my still main bias of Jiang Yan and the positive messages and smiles from Twice. Through that, I went through their entire library at the time and couldn't get enough. I began to feel even better and better and truly could not be more thankful to them. It's still one of my main goals just to be able to say thank you to each of them. They've done more and, they've done more and, responsible, and are responsible for more than you could ever imagine. From that point, I've spread so many more groups... And it, I've spread to so many more groups, and it's the first place I turn when my gray clouds try and enter my life. Thanks, Mike. Get out of here, gray clouds. That was awesome. Mike has been a real one for a long time. Dude, 2006? He's been a fan for a long time. Also, sorry guys, I clearly don't know the difference between the words through and though, so... <laughs> it's okay, we've all been there, man. Just like we've all been there for our uh, Avril Lavigne. Dude, who didn't so, go through the Avril Lavigne I stage? still love Avril Lavigne, my goodness. But thank you, Mike. That was awesome, man. He's been a fan for so long. That's what's awesome. It's true. Dude, bump of chicken. And what's shout that? out. I don't know. That sounds awesome. Check him out. Shout out to Likey 2, legendary song by Twice. That was like the song that got me into Twice, too. So shout it, out Likey. It seems like, too, from like even from me and other people, that K-pop really stuck with people because it helped them get through a dark time in their life. So they like... Yeah. Cared about them, so they just continue to care about them, you know? You felt that love. Um, yeah, and that's just like, I don't know. I always say I can appreciate that when it can help people and that. Like, obviously we love it and it's fun, but when it can really help you when a time when you're down and things like that. Like, that makes it important. That makes it more than just, like, music you're listening to. It makes to. it connected emotionally. Exactly, exactly. You got any more? Oh, that, yes, I do. I'm that was sorry. my last email. So I oh, last email? Okay, I have two more. Um... Well, this is from Ty Seventh Heaven on Twitter. She was actually the first person to hit up our uh, when I tweeted out, "Hey, send us your messages." She said, "I saw Two Any One. I'm the best music. The music video on YouTube in 2016, and fell down the K-pop rabbit hole. The one day when I was off work, spent the whole day watching K-pop music videos and having my mind blown. And again, who has not been there? That was one of the things." Shout out CLC. Uh, that was one of the things I remember. Thank you for that, Ty Seventh Heaven. You're a legend. But just the thing that was so awesome was just K-pop music videos as a whole because they're always so intense. 
Like, Diamond. all the videos are just so awesome, and just the craziness of a K-pop video is different than, like, anything I'd ever seen at the time. So, that just, like, brought me in even more. And, like, the live stages are always crazy, too. Oh, my gosh. Just the effort and hard work they put in, you just see that, and that just makes you appreciate it so much. Everything's just so elaborate and so, like, perfectly timed out. It's crazy. It's just, like, all so cool. It's just, I love it. Like, even these stages we're watching now, it's just amazing. Like, they always, they never, like, cut corners with anything. I mean... I'm sure you can find instances where, like, but, like, I don't know. Just for videos and the work they put in, it, you can just see how hard they work. So, that's always something I appreciate with the idols, too, is you know the struggle they got to get where they are. Yeah. So, it's just, like, inspiring um, as a whole, just the of being a trainee and what they had to go through. So Which is also su- makes it super sad when you see when they're, like, down or, like, have to take time off. Oh, it's, oh my gosh. It's, uh... It's one of the hardest things ever to see someone who, like, an idol that's upset with... Or, like, not confident in themselves and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Breaks my heart. Like, you put in so much work. Yeah. But, okay, this is uh, the last one I have from our legendary friends at 106 and Soul. Check them out. They have amazing podcasts. A black K-pop podcast. I will hide the identity of which host sent this. But they said, so I got into K-pop in 2008 when Shiny debuted. Shout out, Shiny. One of my friends showed their replay video in our study hall period. Legendary. It's an absolutely legendary video. I would look at her binder and think she was dumb, but when Lucifer came out, I was deep in. (laughs) (laughs) So, shout out to... Shout out to One in Six and Soul. Check out their podcast. But yeah, it's it's funny how it just takes the right thing. Takes the right thing, takes the right moment, takes the right song, and you're in there for good. I think I might have one more here. Hold on a sec. One more, maybe? Yeah, let's see here. Let me see if I can find this real fast. But yeah, it takes one thing and then you're hooked. So, I mean... I think, yeah, I don't think I have any more. Because we got Mangoes. We got these ones. We got Taehyung's abs. We got Tamar. Shout out Tamar. We got our own. We got Zags, which was awesome. should be a published book. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Why is it not a public... I'm just trying to make sure we didn't forget anybody. I don't think we did, but... Yeah. I was I was really pumped Here for this, Here we go, found it. Oh, <laughs> you found it. Go for it. To our buddy in our Discord, the most mysterious man alive, Tom Brokaw. <laughs> yeah. What? That's not his real name. He just has that as his Twitter... As He's his... legendary. He goes, My origin story is pretty simple. I saw KDA pop stars on YouTube. YouTube kept auto-playing Blackpink. It was a good gateway since Blackpink has a pretty Western sound. YouTube then suggested twice... Which I initially thought was soft and infantile for teenage girls, but now I love twice. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. So, <laughs> shout out Tom, man. I forgot he put that. I was like, wait a minute, I think there's one more. Yeah, it, that's why I was like, even if it's like a sentence or two, it still counts. So, shout out Tom, shout out twice. I think it is funny though how we had a lot of songs similar with these with our other fans and uh, friends that got us into K-pop. It's true. Some people entered a little bit earlier, like mid-2000s, early 2000s, and then we kind of hit in that a little bit like later period from that. Speaking of Vix, Vix is playing right now. Way to go, Vix. Legends of oh. 2015. Is there any other stories you want to share? No, that was uh, that was all of our entries that or we had. Any other? Uh, do you have any other uh, personal information about your experiences in K-pop? Uh, not... I mean, not really more about my origin. I mean, I pretty much shared everything. Is pretty much just the old man. That was who did it for me. Thank you, that old man, Angel. Was there anything else that happened that made you go, 
get deeper into K-pop, or is it just all started? Um, well, from I think really what got me deeper into K-pop because it started out with a playlist. That's what my fandom just started out with a K-pop playlist and just listening to the songs because I thought the songs are very cool, but not really knowing any more than that, you know? Yeah. And then it took really us talk, like you and I talking about it and becoming fans of just, you know, the other things of K-pop, whether it be uh, variety shows or just anything that the idols do, appearances, even concerts down the line. That was when really just the whole business of K-pop and everything that goes along with it was what made me a deeper fan. Like, I remember watching Weekly Idols with you, and that was when I was like, all right, you're not just, like, a fan. You're, like, you actually, like, really love these people. And, you know, I remember that with, like, Red Velvet and so many of the other groups twice. Yeah. really what they did on TV and uh, as far as uh, their promotions with variety shows was a big step in me becoming more of a fan than just like, oh, this song is cool, I'm going to listen to the song. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, that was that was pretty much for me, and it was like the songs first, and then once you saw all the stuff they do on TV and all the appearances and all that stuff, that's what really jumped me. And obviously all the merchandise too, because K-pop merch is the best. Dude, it's true, it's the best. But yeah, seeing them live and seeing them like talk to other people and react and do stuff on variety shows is the best too. Yeah. But I will say that the the entries we got were awesome, man. I feel like everyone's story was better than mine, so that's good. <laughs> hey. Mine's just like, oh, yeah, this dude. But, yeah. Um, so shout st- out to K-pop for being there in the dark times, too, man. It's a good starting point. Shout out to uh, it helping out with people who are down because I feel like we've all been there in some way, you know, feeling yeah, down. Yeah, here, like, I'll share my fun dark time story with you guys. Go for the dark times, man. So after the person I was with left me after, Boo. what was it, like five Those years? Damn cows are back. <laughs> the Boo Birds are back. Boo. Anyways, this also ties into many of my other stories about why I love Eyes One. Yeah. So for a long time after that, I just kind of like didn't really care about anything, you know? I was just kind of like, whatever. But as soon as we found Produce 48 and I got super into Produce 48, it's like I almost transferred like all my caring for one person into this group of people in Produce 48. Yeah. Which is why I love Eyes One so much. Right. Because I've been put on the record as saying I hated Eyes One for the longest time. But as soon as that happened, I always would I feel like that's all I talked about for like months. And I'd like watch all their content. I'd watch Produce 48 oh like gosh, nonstop yeah. for hours all the time. Yeah. And like every day, the only thing I look forward to after work, because I was just like, I don't want to do my job anymore. It sucks. I'd go home and watch like Produce 48 videos. And it was just like, they always made me happy. Yeah. So, Eyes One is always, even after the breakup, Eyes One's always going to be one of my top groups because they were always there for me when I was feeling down. So that's why I always support them with all their comebacks, you know, whenever they need, you know, votes or whatever. And I like stream all their stuff. Yeah, of course. And I think that's something that, oh, yes, let's go. I feel like that's something too is. Uh, so they helped me through dark times too. I, I just, I mean, I, we've talked about it too. Like we listen to lots of other types of music, but just the connection you feel with the, the idol groups. It's, like, different, you know? It just, like, hit, it hits different. Especially when you're watching Produce 48 and they're all, like, super sensitive and emotional because they're getting yeah. yelled at and crying. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to care for you and make you feel better. Yeah, like, you can do it. We believe in you. But, yes, that's what really... I feel like after that, I really started to like K-pop even more and more than what I did. Yeah. Because I cared about the group and the people in it. And it's not just Eyes One itself, but they're, like, really the only members that are still left from Produce 48. Right. But I still, like, follow all the other girls, like, AKB 48, and I know all the other girls that have debuted in other groups. Right. So it's really just all the trainees in Produce 48 as a whole. I just kind of... Dude, they literally, like, personally lifted you out of sadness. And, they did. Uh, brought you up. 
They use their synchronized dancing and smooth <laughs> vocals to power me out of a dark hole of depression. Oh my gosh. But I'm glad they did. Dude. I'm glad they did. I, I mean, I even like saw because you talked about it so much and I could even see that transition of like, I guess, bringing happiness back in a way. Dude, they did. It because, <laughs> I mean, just the more you're watching, the more you were learning, the happy you, you seemed, you know, and it took a special group to do it and that was definitely Eyes One. Thanks, Eyes One. Thanks, Eyes One. Also, we started our podcast, so that was awesome. That was, uh, yeah, that was, they had a lot of our early episodes. Yeah, oh, true. I will say, we talked about it for a long time, doing this podcast, and we finally did it. And and also, certain events, high five. Ah, if certain events in, in my life did not occur, we would not probably be doing this right now. It's just funny. I mean, you look back to every single person that sent us their little story. I'm sure you could look back to the moment when you first got into K-pop and like trace it back to where you are now and be like, man... If this didn't happen here, if this didn't happen here, if this didn't happen here, I wouldn't be where I am today. So, it's also crazy because obviously we're not like super huge and we don't like make money off this. We're so humble, but like my <laughs> stay humble. But my favorite thing to look forward to every day is just coming up with stuff and like researching ideas and like learning more and like learning about groups' histories and you know just doing stuff to for the podcast. You know, well, it's just like a. Like, if we have a lot of interest, but, like, K-pop is just one of the biggest ones, and just to share that love and then try and share it with these fans, too. And, like, I know that's, like, kind of cheesy, but it's true because it's, like, super fun to do the podcast where we can talk about K-pop and have people be like, yeah, I love K-pop, too. And, like, the friends, I already feel like some of the friends we've met because of doing this podcast and because of K-pop are some of my best friends in the whole world. Like I, I know. I remember, who was it? Someone said it. I was like, you're right. Because they were like, it was like only like maybe like two or three days into the podcast or podcast into the Discord. I'm like, man, I feel like I've known you guys for like years. Like this is the best. Well, it's true like, because it's true. our friend, our friend Mango, who we read her story earlier, asked us like, so how long have you and uh, Brian like love or known oh, like, like, fa- Zag, like like Zag or Josh or and we're like, oh, we met him for thirty seconds outside of uh, the Everglow concert one time. Yeah, she's like, like you, how long have you guys? How long like, have you guys oh, been really? friends? Because you guys seem like you've known each other for a while. And we're like, oh, we literally saw him for like 30 seconds. It's just so awesome what a connector K-pop can be for like a fan because, you know, you just don't know. And then you see, like, honestly, if I would have saw Josh or Zag or pretty much anyone else like Mike um, just walking on the street, I wouldn't have known that they liked K-pop or not. I would have had no idea. But the fact that you like know they're a fan, it just like brings you together like instantly. You're like, it's like two Spider-Mans. Like, you like K-pop? I like K-pop? Let's go. Yeah, it's so crazy. And like I said, we now in the Discord, we, like, do voice chats and stuff, like, every night. And we, like, we'll literally talk till, like, 4 or 5 in the morning for, like, hours about just random stuff. Just about this stuff, pretty much. Just how much we, we love the groups, how much we want to learn more about other groups, too, and and all that stuff. It's just, ooh, that's gross. It's and they been like, not covid <laughs> No, I didn't know that was a thing. It's spawned. But they, like, tell us stories about stuff and, like... Or stories. They tell us, like, about groups that we've never heard of. We tell them about groups that they've never heard of. Like, there's some of them they, like, they've listened to, but they weren't, like, super into. But we just, like, keep saying stuff about them. And they finally look them up and, like, wow, these are awesome. Like, thanks for showing these people to me. That's what's really cool about the Discord, too. I mean, I feel like one for us, for me, definitely, was a lot of our fans in the Discord love uh, Dreamcatcher. And I like them, but it didn't say t- it took until, like, the Dreamcatcher you know, episode that we kind of did because of them and them telling us about Dreamcatcher. Now I like really like Dreamcatcher a lot. Like it is an awesome gateway to learn more and more about groups. And I honestly learn. Well, obviously I don't know a bunch of stuff, but I like, I feel like I've learned 
new stuff every single day that we've like watched oh yeah or watched that we've been in the discord talking to people it's so fun and just having that community of of uh k-pop fans is what we really wanted to do with this podcast and obviously with discord and all our social media and hopefully it can continue to grow and we can just get more and more friends but uh yeah it's just fun i mean this podcast we get to plan it every week we get to just come on and talk about our literally favorite idols in the whole world so it doesn't really get much better we get to watch sick videos too it's true we're gonna watch a sick video right now because i told emily We'll watch his GOT7 and see Bam Bam's hair. I want to see this terrible Bam Bam hair. To make up for me uh, um, botching where you're from. So we're going to watch this video for you. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Emily. let's find it. Girls, girls, girls. Not by Motley Crue, but by GOT7. So I know a lot of people like GOT7. I've never really listened to GOT7. Me neither. I just know Jackson's there. But we're about to watch this real fast. There he is right there. <laughs> oh, that's cool already. They're in school. Is, is that hair. the terrible hair? I hope. <laughs> I was just going to say, I want to see Bam Bam's hair. Who's Bam Bam? I was going to say, I don't even know which one's Bam Bam. I've heard the name, and I think I've seen a lot of pictures of him, but I just can't. I will can't say. Hit it. Oh my gosh. Those are crazy. What? That's wild. I will say this one guy's hair is kind of weird. Where's it's got to be. It's got to be him. No, I'm talking about the dude. He has like the really weird hair. Like he's like Spock from like Star Trek. <laughs> Maybe that's The him. guy that has like the bangs like up here. It's like a weird flat. Yeah, it's tough because there's multiple weird hairdos. So we <laughs> just don't know who it is. This is Jackson just leading the pack. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him. Look at this right there. <gasps> it's Nyan! Let's go. What a surprise. She almost got ran over. Man, that's like young Nyan. Way back in the day. In her little school outfit. Oh no, someone Actually, something. there might be more Twice members in this video. I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be awesome. It actually had a lot of views. It said 86 million 86 views. 86 million. So that's quite a bit. That is so many. My gosh, it's so funny seeing Nyan. It's crazy because our one friend always said God 7 was a flop and they almost have more views on this one music video than all of CLC's videos combined together. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I feel like they were using the term flop very usually. Oh, yeah, it's Jungyeon. Oh my god, this, this is, is my wild. favorite video ever. Oh my gosh. The that back. guy's hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gotta be him. He's definitely weird. Play about hey. the breakdance battle? This song's pretty dope. <laughs> it is cool. I know Bam Bam's good friends with Sorn. Shout out Sorn. Tie line, let's go. I'm just looking for twice members. I know, right? <laughs> hey. That guy's hair's so crazy. I think it's either him or the other guy. I feel like it's not a terrible haircut, though. It just looks kind of crazy. It's got that dye in the front. It's that Alex gas card. <laughs> Look at Jackson's to go, Jackson. coming out of the top of his hat. No, it's Jackson. I know him. Way to stand there, Nyan. I know. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Oh, 
I really just want to know which one's Bam Bam, like. Hey, it's a very cool song, though. Dun, dun. This beat's sweet. It is very cool. There he is. Okay, so it is that guy. It's the guy with the... The blonde in the front. The emo hair with the blonde in the front, black in the back. Oh. Look at John over there getting it. She looks so crazy with that hair. <laughs> she did. Whoa, car wheel. Whoa. Look how young he looks. I know, I'm like, I don't even know how old he is now, but he looks young here. <laughs> like... Are you like 12? He's looking very young. Kind of, is that Brett? I think so. Whoa, that's sweet. Hey, Man, this is dope. This is really cool. This is like dirty South Crunk music. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dim Franchise Boys and Trick Daddy. Whoa, that's so crazy. Where'd the basketball hoop go? I don't know. Didn't Got 7 just have a comeback? They did. I do believe I saw that. Hey. Hey. Hit that doggy, boy. <laughs> John Wall. Whoa. Lost his hat. It's alright. It's back on. Boom. Midnight's so impressed. This is sick. You knew someone else I didn't realize has been around for so long? 17. Have they? Yeah. I mean, shout out to Nine for being in that video and then just standing there. I was like, is she going to come dance or something? I know, right? Is she going to show me? Amazing that performance. That was awesome. Amazing potential. Good work. All that right. was a very cool song, though. Thanks, Emily. We, that was thanks, a good song. Emily. Shout out to uh, Austria? Yeah, Austria. Okay. I didn't know if it was that or Sweden. but Austria. That's so cool that we have listeners uh, in Austria. It's true. Emily, at least. Tell all your friends, Emily. Yeah, Emily, spread the word. Oh, man. What an episode. That, that was, was a, a fun good one. It is 3 a.m. It is time to close down the podcast. Time to close down the shop. That was our origin story episode. Down the road, we'll do another one if we get more fans, get some different perspective, different stories. But I thought this one went really well. They were fun. Every story was super, super awesome. Thank you to all the folks who sent them in. We love you guys so, so much. Sorry I can't read. You guys rock. I feel like uh, our reading grade overall, I'm going to give us a B minus. It'll take that. That's pretty good. It's better than any reading grade I ever got in school. Yeah, we're, we're thriving. We're thriving. But yeah, that'll do it for episode 30, The Origins are done for now. We love you guys. Come back and listen. Check out our social media at kpopkimchi101, Instagram, Twitter. Check out the Discord. Come talk to us. Come make more K-pop friends because who doesn't want more K-pop friends? True. I know I do. And we want you in the Discord. And yeah, that'll pretty much do it. If you join the Discord, it's a guaranteed 7 K-pop friends. As for our merch too, we have some awesome merch. Yeah, merch. Stickers, t-shirts, wristbands, K-pop kimchi coming at you in all sorts of ways. But we got to go to bed. We love you guys. 
I'm your host, Justin Turneau, with my co-host, Fograw Brian Limper. We are out of here. Peace. Stan Luna. Stan Luna. Hey, Panini, don't you be a meanie. Thought you wanted me to go, or why you trying to keep me teeny? I, it's a dreamy, wished it on a genie. I got fans finally, and she wanted them to see me. I, I thought you want this for my life, for my life. Said you wanted to see me thrive. You lie, just say.